You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. we got to talk some NFL games. We're going to line them up a little bit here. Week four in the NFL, divisional games coming up this weekend. And how about some divisional dogs? I always love divisional games, especially the underdog side of divisional games, because I think it's like we always think of these games like, oh, one team's better than the other. But in the division, you you know, I mean, wacky things happen with divisional games. These teams know each other so well. So let's look at some of these. Aaron, we put up a poll at BetQL Daily, seeing which uh, of these divisional dogs people are, are most likely or, or wanting to bet on the most. Aaron, what uh, what are the people saying this morning? Well, it's really no surprise here. Uh, 45% say Lions plus three at the Bears. And then the second is Seahawks at 49ers, 28%. And followed by the Cardinals, Rams, and then, or sorry, Raiders, Chargers, and then the Cardinals, Rams. So everyone likes the Lions, I guess, in this one. Joe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course they do. And anybody surprised? It's just that's just an anti-Bears play. And it here here's the funny thing to me. So I do these uh, these hits, and we're talking about the sports betting perspective uh, on the score four times a week. So I reach out to some bookmakers. I'm like, all right, don't don't mock me, but it, you know we don't know the starting quarterback. Maybe it's Fields. Maybe they don't want to scar him anymore. Than what happened in that Cleveland game? There is, there was a hand issue, and he was out there going for it on fourth down. Um, so, is Dalton ready? I don't know. Is it going to be Fields? I don't know. And then Matt Nagy threw out the idea of Nick Foles. So I reached out to different sports books, different odds makers, and I asked them what their thought on this was, if there's any difference. And one said minimal change, if any. We're not worried about it. We we don't have. Uh, any limits on it doesn't really matter which quarterback the Bears start. Another said Foles is a half point worse than Dalton and Fields. And another said Dalton's the best. Foles is the second best half point down. And then Fields is a half point down from Foles. Pro Football Focus, uh, our guy Eric Eager, I reached out to him. His response was, LOL, no difference. <laughs> What, now, now, what does that say the most about? Does it say the most about the Bears quarterback room or does it say the most about Matt Nagy that there's no Ladder. difference? Ladder. I mean, think about it, right? Now, I think Justin Fields has looked overwhelmed when I've watched him. And you said, I mean, the offensive line stinks. But there should be a way to scheme something up to have a higher floor of your offense with him out there than Nick Foles. There just has to be. And if you can't figure that out, that's on you as a coach. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I voted in this poll, too. And I voted the Lions because I'm going to take the Lions. Did you? I did not. I, I voted in this poll and the Lions was not my play. Okay. All tell right. me tell me why you're taking the Lions because they're plucky against these really good teams. Well, yeah. I mean, they, look, they've looked. Haven't, who's looked more like a more professional outfit the first three weeks? The Lions not, or the Bears? Dan Campbell would be an upgrade over Matt Nagy. Okay. Dan Campbell and Anthony Lynn, please. Come to Chicago. You make that trade. I'm giving the Bears a three-point upgrade. They were six-point favorites on the look-ahead, and right now they're minus three. They're, as of this moment, there's no change of quarterback yet. No change of quarterback, and the the reaction after both teams lose is to go from six to three. That's how bad the Bears were. Your next hit on the score, that's what you have to come out with when they say, how you doing? I would trade Matt Nagy for Dan Campbell yesterday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Just watch the whole this. thing burn down. I, I look, I think these two teams right now are pretty even in terms of just ability on both sides. And look at the one game the Bears won. Because this is probably the template, right? Win the game like you won the Bengals game. At home, not against another team that's not very good either. Well, that game was changed by the fact that Bur- Burrow threw three interceptions on three straight passes. That Jared Goff could throw some picks, but he's a more professional quarterback. He's, you know, he's older season. Is he going to throw that many picks? Probably not in this game. Like, if, if Goff holds onto the ball... I think the Lions could go beat them, especially if it's Nick, it's Nick Bowles. And I love Stop Nick Stop laughing. Stop laughing. I they, love had two, they had 205 total yards in their win against the Bengals, okay? That's all you have to say. That's it. They should what's, be their yards play? what's their yards per play this year? Like three? It's like three. historically low. <laughs> I mean, there's, the Bears are 3.3 3 yards per play. Second worst is Miami at 4.1. Wow. I like the Lions side. <laughs> I just... This is amazing. It's amazing we're here. So you said this moved from six and a half to three. Look, this was at what six, point? Would it six been? to three. Six, six to three. three. Yeah. All right, it's a big one. All right, let's jump to some of these other ones. How about this one? Speaking of line movement here, Cardinals at the Rams, one of the better games on the board for week four. The line has moved. Arizona was plus six. Now it's four and a half. What do we make of that? that that's a pretty big move midweek for the road team. Uh, sharp money has come in on the dog. Before thinking about the matchup at all, and taking everything into account, I saw that number pop, and my first reaction was, there's value on the Arizona side. Now, I know they didn't look great for a half, and you had that stupid special teams touchdown against Jacksonville, but they ended up covering the game. It, it was just fine. It was never in doubt, really, against Jacksonville. And the offense is looking strong early on. So my initial thought was, oh, Cardinals with that offense, the way Kyler's playing, he's healthy this year, getting six points, Rams coming off a tough spot and give it all game right against the Bucks, and it's and I'm getting six in a divisional game. I'll take the six. But then I thought about it. I'm like, okay, this move makes sense, and the Sharps agreed with me. They took the six. However, here's the problem, and I'm going to bring this stat up about 36 times before we get to Sunday. Sean McVay against Arizona. Here we go. Four years, he's eight no. Eight no against Arizona, wow. winning by an average of twenty points per game. 33, 16, 34, 22, 27, 7, 10, and three. I, I boy, that gives me a lot of pause right there. Let me throw an extra little element in there with this. So not only is he eight no, his eighth win, the last one last year was with Wooford or Wa- John Wofford, whatever his name is, a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> we were Wooford Wolford, or Wofford. Wolford. There it is. Wolford. 
He, that guy couldn't play. He started with uh, a playoff game. That, that commercial, I still enjoy it. <laughs> I do too. Um, but like he could be, he beats he beat them with Goff. He beat them with Watford, right? He beat them with whatever he had. Now he's got Matthew Stafford. So I, I look at it and like there's just sometimes there are those matchups that one guy owns the other guy, and this has been like you you said it. I mean he's owned them. They're at home. He's got Stafford now, which is upgrade over Wofford, Wooford, whatever his name is, and of course Jared Goff. It's 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 a it's a big thing. Like we had this what two weeks ago. What was it? Josh Allen owns the Miami Dolphins. Like there, there are these matchups once in a while that like <laughs> one side just dominates it. It's pretty big. But are you willing to bet on it? So it's one thing to say I'm not taking right. Arizona because uh, Sean McVay has their number. But are you willing to bet on the LA Rams here at the current number of four and a half? See, I am at four and a half. Like I was, I was to me the numbers moving towards. Well, I got to take it. He always yeah. beats them anyway. If this goes to the four range, how could I just ignore that? The, the lower the number gets, the more I feel like, are, are we just ignoring something that's too easy here, which is the Rams just dominate this football team? Feels like it. Yeah. I don't, just, e- I don't even know this quarterback that played for Arizona in that last game you're referencing, Week 17, 2020. I have no idea. Kyler was hurt. Kyler was hurt. Straveler? Have you ever heard this name? <laughs> We're just making up quarterback names in this segment. No, <laughs> that's I, what it says. Stravila. Maybe it was one name? of the Martinez brothers. <laughs> oh my God! Don't get Joe. Joe, you were here last couple days. What happened? They came up again. <sighs> Wait, is there a did new it... Martinez brother? No, I did a three-team <laughs> no. money line dog parlay. Leg one: Notre Dame crushes Wisconsin. You got it. Leg leg two: Thanks to our guest coming up later today, she put out Baylor is live against Iowa State. So I throw Baylor in. And wait, the third one should have been the textile bowl because I told you on Friday, NC State was going to win that game, right? I know. I did bet on them to cover. They did cover. And it was easy. But the third leg was Nebraska against Michigan State. Sparty has five yards in the second half. Right. And Nebraska couldn't outscore them in the second half because of the special teams touchdown. Martinez was a train wreck. Long story short, they're winning late in the game. Nebraska gives up the lead, and they lose the game in overtime. I, I think it was a turnover. I don't know. I blacked out at one point. I lost a 25-1 to ticket because of Nebraska, so, because of one of the Martinez's who hate us now because we don't even know they're two different people. Which Martinez was it again? I forget. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Sucks. Adrian, this Taylor. For the record. This was Adrian. Yeah, not okay. Taylor, who played over a decade ago, which we were saying. That's on you for taking a Martinez, brother. We've gone over this for you. Don't do that. All right. So we think the Rams Cardinals side is interesting. Let's go to um let's go to the AFC West, Monday Night Football, Raiders Chargers. Entertainment factor should be high in this one. Raiders yeah. getting three and a half points at uh the Chargers on Monday. Aaron, this is a fun game. I mean, this this could be one of those games where we get a shootout. We get overtime. I feel like any outcome you, you drop right now, I would believe. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. 
When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I know, this is going to be a high-power offensive game. It should be a fun one. The Raiders are now the number one offense in the league right now. Derek Carr uh, averaging 401 yards per game. Uh, two touchdowns. Waller, he's playing well. Ruggs, um, facing a Chargers defense that isn't too bad. Ranked seventh in pass defense. Um, forced Mahomes into a couple interceptions last week. Uh, Max Crosby has been a problem for offenses. So I think this is going to be a really interesting one. I don't have a strong feel for it just yet. Um, is it still Chargers minus three? Or did three and a half. Three, three and, and a half, half on FanDuel. Why can't we get the total is for crazy. this game? 52 and a half. That is high. This should be an entertaining one. I can't, I can't wait to see what happens here with the Raiders at the Chargers. And I was you, you talked about the uh, Raiders offense there. I was looking at the explosive plays, like the play rate with some of the teams. And of course, the Bears are dead last. And they have literally one explosive pass play this year. The Raiders have the most in the NFL with 21 wow. explosive plays pass plays like their defense is just phenomenal and it's the same conversation it kind of reminds me of the Cowboys conversation after right. Monday we know about the offense we know they're going to put points on the board but the only question is defensively can you not be the worst can you not be bottom five you can get somewhere in the middle of the pack you're going to be a playoff team and you're going to be dangerous all year let me throw this to you with this game uh late in the game I I, I, wor- I start to worry about this is this two overtime games now for the Raiders in three to weeks, add, like deep overtime games, right? right. Like full it's a little quarters. bit of a, right. It's a little bit of attrition. I mean, they basically played an extra half a game than anybody else through the, through three weeks of the season. Now they have to go on the road here to. I mean, it's not a long. It's a. I mean, they can take a bus, but they're on the road, right? They're on the road in this game. I, right. I just wonder about the chart. Like, which side do you worry about more, attrition for the Raiders or the Chargers coming off their biggest win in how long? Yeah. Like a long time. Right, certainly in, with this quarterback, with this group, it's they haven't won a game. They went on the road at Kansas City. I just wonder if are they super focused after that win? That's a I was one of the week after you beat the Chiefs or you beat that kind of team. Are you? I thought the Ravens had that a little bit on Sunday. Like I didn't think the Ravens played well at all. They're dropping passes all over the place. They just got saved by Justin Tucker late. They could easily lost the Lions off the win over the Chiefs. To both points, I think the extra day helps on both sides. Right. And, uh, and with the Raiders scenario, I wouldn't be as – I had the same first thought. It's like, oh, who are the Raiders playing? Who are the Dolphins playing? I might look, look to go against them. Two bad situations, by the way, especially that Dolphins one. But right. uh, I, on this Raiders game, I'm not worried about it in week four. This is something when we get to later on in the year, uh, before they get to their bye, this is something that could uh, just – it's just too much, start to deal with some injuries. Guys are completely gassed. And they're already dealing with some injuries, right? With running back, offensive line, but they're still finding ways to get it done somehow. I guess they're fine. It helps when you have Jacoby Brissett on the other side, and, and Tua was the other option before Brissett was out there. Uh, I guess Brissett did an all right job. Kind of proved our point correct that there wasn't much of a drop off there. But um, you're going to face a real offense this time around. So, so yeah, if the- you're the Chargers coming off that huge upset win over the Chiefs, I don't know if you really are overlooking the Raiders with how well they're playing. Divisional game, 
right. nobody's losing in the division except for the Chiefs, right? So it's let me throw this to you. Uh, I'm looking at the Raiders' schedule right now. If they yeah. so they have a chance to get off to a really big start. So they're three and zero after the win last week. So they have Chargers this week. Then they host the Bears. Yeah, they go to they go to Denver. They host the Eagles, and then it's a bye in the Giants. If they could split the Chargers and the D- Denver game, seven and one looks wow. like a real possibility. And they might blow another one and go six and two. But either way, like if they could split the Chargers and the Raiders, I mean the Raiders and the um, Broncos, yeah, split with the Chargers. And the, yeah, I mean they they could be seven and one after eight games. The look ahead line for next week against the Bears is seven. They're favored by a touchdown. Wow. That's how much we've all moved on the Raiders. So my question is, are we going too far? But when I see this point spread, I say, no, we haven't gone too far. They're three and a half. I thought it would be higher. Underdog. I thought it would be higher. You yeah, did? I thought it would be higher. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, the, the, Chargers, the Chargers beat the Chiefs. I, I what do you that think it would be, though? Four. Four and a half. Okay. Like, not, not much bigger. But I just I thought the reaction to the Chargers win would be like, oh, my goodness. The Chargers have arrived. They beat the Chiefs. Yeah, this, I mean, this feels normal. Like a normal I don't line. see that. We have two teams that are very public, that the public is backing right now, and for good reason. Yep. BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. We'll go off the board next with Aaron Hawksworth right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.